What powers can one man have against the might of Caesar? What do they fear? What do kings and emperors fear? They fear... The people! When they rise up like one man, like one man, like one man! You know, masters, you ought to call in, buddy. Back in my intro here. Do you want to see all you have worked for in your life lost in an uprising against Rome? All right, welcome. August 6th, 2023, episode number two of Tucker Punch. Am I ready to go this morning? No, I'm not. Life happens around here. Uh, we are live streaming on my Twitch channel, Tucker Punch. So if you want to watch my ugly mug while I go ahead and do this show, you are welcome to do so. Um, don't think I'm going to be over the top, quote unquote, anti-Semitic as the powers that be want me to be. So I'm not going to get myself kicked off of Twitch. <laughs> With all kinds of four-letter words, etc. That's why, again, that's why RBN is such a great. Um, that's actually why it's such a great bullhorn. Uh, and by the way, support the network. I didn't say that last week. You guys definitely need to support the network. Um, these producers that do this for you, twenty-four-seven, three hundred sixty-five days a week. Uh, they should be making double minimum wage, so support the network. I'm not monetizing my opinion. I'm not asking for any money. I got no side hustle going on here. So support the network. Keep doing it. Um, let's get the bad news out of the way. Uh, I already had a scheduled vacation before I received this opportunity, so uh, your boy here is going to be going on vacation. Uh, I won't be here next Sunday or the Sunday after that, but... Your boy has gone out and during his five-mile hikes, and I just recorded a couple rants. So we'll get that to the producer. Um, he'll have those ready to go, and then I'll be back on the 27th. Um, the vacation will be interesting. You guys, like I said, Tucker Punch on Twitter. Uh, I would really, I mean, if any of you are willing to, guys, it's all propaganda and surveillance. There's nothing you can do about it. I uh, None of us... At this point, nobody in this country needs to live in fear. We better stop living in fear. How the hell do you think they pulled off this crap with the Pride Month? How do you think they pulled off the COVID jabs? How do you think they pulled off 9-11 this many years down the road? It's because we live in fear and we're afraid to stand up to it. So, again, uh, this is me. This is my life. Like I said, circumstances happen in my life. I'm an empty nester. I'm a grandfather now. You're looking at my face. I can be found. I can be visited. I can have a Fed knock on my door. Like I said, this month, Tennessee's looking at red flag laws, guys. Guys, Tennessee, okay, I can I can take my Glock and put it in a belly band, and I can walk into any grocery store. I can go around anywhere in Tennessee, and if shit breaks out, I've got a gun. I've got a weapon in my hands. That's the way it should be in every single square inch of American soil. That is the way it should be. Yes, the spirit of the Second Amendment is 
against a tyrannical government, but this tyrannical government also put another motor on the castle, which is they left the border wide open for eight years, seven years, whatever the hell you want to call it, as long as they have. Obama was flying the people in on cargo planes, whatever, dropping the Somalis in Minnesota so they could do the George Floyd riots. I mean, folks, this government is openly attacking its own citizenry right now. And, and violence is going to break out and property destruction we know is breaking out. And the bottom line is they've made a bet. They've made a bet that we're not going to stand up to it. Now, here's the other one. They've been writing all these laws while they've been doing this. So when we do stand up to it, guess what? We're going to get charged with a hate crime. They're going to say that our act of self-defense, right, if, if, if some... Right. If some border jumper pulls out a knife in a public park and starts stabbing women and children and I pull out my Glock and I shoot the guy dead, I go to jail. That's what happens. They've laid guys. This is the World Economic Forum. They have laid all the this is all black ink on white paper. They have all these laws. They're all written. Tennessee, like I said, is now facing red flag laws. Now, from what I understand, I watched a video from the Tennessee Firearms Association and they had said that my neighbor, not my spouse, not my immediate family members, my neighbor could go and complain to the authorities that I'm a problem and I shouldn't have weapons. And the stupidity of the laws, the way they're saying it, is they're going to take away my firearm. They're not going to take away me. If I'm a danger to society, I still have baseball bats, gasoline, you know, any method of uh, to hurt somebody. But no, they're just going to take away the gun. Why are they only going after the gun? See what I mean? So, and like I said, my neighbor can do it to me now. My neighbor. I mean, I, I've said this story, and I don't know what platforms I said it on, but it's, it's real simple. Let's say that you lived in your hometown your whole life, and you're, you know a cop, you know a sheriff named Bob, and, and Bob and your son have kids in the same grade, and they played soccer or football or something together, and then one of these red flag scenarios goes down because you've decided to get all patriotic. You got all pissed off and you went to a school board meeting and said the girls' bathroom is for girls. It's not for boys. It's not for boys. I, I know that you guys passed a law and you said that uh, boys who think they're girls can go into the girls' bathroom. No. Uh-uh. So you go to the school board meeting and, and your vitriol comes out. And again, you might not use four-letter words. You may not call those guys all kinds of threatening names. You may not threaten them with violence. You're just going to make your opinion known in public at a public meeting. Well, guess what? There's going to be a threat to your job. And then somebody who doesn't like the cut of your jib is going to go tell your sheriff guy. And he's going to go to a judge. And they're going to get a warrant. And then Bob's going to come to your door. Hey, uh, yeah, John, listen, um, I got this writ. I need your guns, man. I know, but man, we've been friends for a long time. Cracked a couple beers. Our kids play sports together. I know, man. I'm just, I'm just doing my job. Guys, it's happening here. Remember, it can't happen here, America. Now we're finding out that nobody, nobody knows what the Bolshevik Revolution was. I didn't know what it was. Again, humility. The, the only reason I have any credibility to be doing a radio show at all is because of humility. I wasn't this guy three years ago. I wasn't this guy five, ten years ago. I didn't have all this knowledge. Well, you're going to hear a clip at the at the beginning of the second hour. We're going to do another gem from Dewey Tucker 
But you're going to understand at a certain point in a man's life, he's going to start doing that good work, which which is what he was prepared to do. And that's basically what's happening to me right now. Um, had a chat with a personal friend last night, and he says that I've changed. And I argued with him, and I said, I haven't changed. I've had all this patriotism, all this Bible knowledge in me for years. Like I said, I ran for state rep, guys. I've run for state rep. Back in 2008, with five kids, when I was unemployed and I figured out everything I've been told my whole life was a lie, I decided to run for state rep because the Ron Paul people were uh, making movements in my county. I had a front row seat to it. It was awesome. But I got news for you guys. <laughs> when I ran for office, did they put out yard signs for me? Did they give me any money? No. See what I mean? I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I got some votes. Those guys showed up at the public debate. I had to, I had to go to a public debate and sit on a. I wasn't ready, but I did the best I could. My, my dad told me memorize your opening statement for two minutes and memorize your closing statement, and then just field the questions as best you can. So again, I had my Democrat incumbent on my right side. I had my Republican challenger on my left side, and I just came out in the opening statement. I punched them both in the face with what they were advocates for. The incumbent was, she said that she was a, a, a pro-life Democrat, but yet she signed on to the legislation where you could have terminate your pregnancy in the third trimester if it was rape or incest or whatever. And I'm like, if they're a victim of rape or incest, why would you have them compound their misery by killing a child that's over six months old? Okay, so I punched her in the face with that, and I said, you're not pro-life. And then the Republican challenger, um, she took state grant money and, and gave it to her kids, and her kids started a business with it. Well, if the kid's business fails, the taxpayers are on the hook. So I told her, that's not very Republican. And she called me up on the phone after that debate and threatened me. She said, my, two, my sons are all lawyered up, and they're ready to sue you for slander. And I'm like, you put the stuff in your campaign literature two years ago. <laughs> the stuff was in your camp. It's public knowledge. Not only that, you're a public figure. I'm a public figure. You can't, you can't touch me. <laughs> I could say anything I want about you. I could say you engaged in, in, in the worst form of sexual debauchery. You're a public figure. There's nothing you can say about me. But anyway, like I said, I'm a better man for the experience having done that. Um... I'm live on Twitter. I got one guy chatting at me, but whatever. Dude, you call in in the second hour. I know you follow me on, on Twitch. But no, seriously, um, you know, right before this, you know, I was, uh, I was a gamer. I, I did uh, iRacing. I did the, the NASCAR. All this stuff behind me, by the way. You guys aren't seeing this on. You'll see it on the video. But what I got is little pieces of Americana all around me because this is who I am. And this is what we have to part with. This is what's been so difficult. So difficult is that everything we grew up with, everything we did, while we were blowing up this credit bubble, while none of us knew what the hell was actually going on behind the scenes, oh, we knew we had a national debt, but we didn't know what the end game was. We just thought America was the best country on earth, so I guess. But a lot of people, it's hitting them like a ton of bricks. $31 trillion in debt. You have, a, you have an annual budget payment of a trillion dollars interest. This country's finished. This country's already owned. 
okay? And and like I said, it's just been welling up inside of me. Well, I got this platform and I have this opportunity to speak, so I better open my damn mouth. And, you know, like I said, we have, my dad told me, you have freedom of speech. What the hell is it that you can't say in America? What the hell? Now, you don't have freedom from consequences for this speech, and I'm going to bring it full circle with the red flag laws. The state of Tennessee has already adopted. We already have. Let me look it up again here. I was just looking at it last night. Um, let's go to the documents. We already have an executive order or, or a public act or whatever it is on the books against anti-Semitism. Tennessee already has it. So if one of my tweets where I'm, where I'm going at these people who have given us anti-Semitism without defining what a Semitic person is, right? They just have laws against anti-Semitism. We're going to get to this, man. I'm going to show you the political doublespeak because it ain't funny. Um, let's see. Documents, downloads, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Hang on a second here. Uh, is this it? Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. So it's. Public chapter number 1075 in the state of Illinois, House Bill number 2673. I don't have a date on this, but here's what it is. Um, the definition. The, the definition of anti-Semitism adopted by the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance on May 26, 2016. Have I looked it up yet? No, I haven't. But, but this legislation has all this language in here about K through 12, K through 12. But then it says, quote, unquote, higher learning. But again, it names the Jews with a capital J and has all this stuff in there. And basically, if they don't like what I say, right, if I deny the Holocaust, basically, if, if, some, if some tyrant decides my intent was to be a bigot, well, guess what? Guess who's going to knock at my door and take my gun? So the First Amendment is this. This is the First Amendment right here. Laws against anti-Semitism. They're, 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 they're probably in every state now. That governor I told you last time in, in Virginia, Yunkin, right? Everybody thought that Yunkin was put in office because the parents were showing up at school board meetings objecting to critical race theory. Nah, that's not what happened. I'm starting to sell up my evangelist. Nah, -uh. um, but uh, no. His first, his first executive act when he was the governor of Virginia was to sign one of these executive orders against anti-Semitism. Same thing that DeSantis went over to Israel and did in Israel, signed that, um, and that was in response to Charlottesville. Now I don't want to get down deep in the weeds. There's enough of us radio programs going out there right now talking about this stuff but like i said nick fuentes is a joke uh this guy ethan ralph came out in his opposition that guy's a joke um we got a lot of people that may be white but then again they're not white they're teaming up with um black people they'll let they'll let anybody with two arms and two legs into the movement they're teaming up with muslims even though they don't have a the same god and, and they're running around acting like we're going to have this big white nationalist something. But the fact of the matter is they're all pushing Trump. And again, 
Trump is a lazy way for the American people not to do their civic duty. You want solutions? People listen to RBN. People, people are searching everywhere for solutions. You want solutions? The solution is another Tea Party. The solution is another Tea Party. A big pile of people need to get out in the streets. If I went to the town square and I saw my congressman and 120 people saw my congressman, I guarantee you there's 5,000 people in my community that agree with the cut of my jib. The problem is the reason they don't like me is because I know the tyrants are accelerating our demise against us, Robert Raybould, cascading sequence of events. They are accelerating this against us to shut us up, to disarm us, to throw us in jail for anti They're ramping it up. Well, we better ramp it up. Fight fire with fire. Tr Trump's out there having rallies, big pile of people. Uh, Turning Point USA, all these other people are holding these big rah-rah Republican rallies. Show up. I mean, again, I don't want to have a standoff and violence outside of some stadium. That's not the point. No, in your town, in your town where you live, just like I did. Okay, I got within three or five feet of my congressman. I didn't get to talk to him. I didn't get to say, I, I, I did say something. I shouted something about keeping our guns from the back of the room. And he said he didn't hear me, but I know he heard me. <laughs> I know he heard me. But he wasn't going to be interrupted, and I'm an outsider. And, and like I said, I mean, these people circle the wagons, you know. So anyway, uh, this show is going to go by really quick again. I almost want to say I wasn't prepared. I moved my whole radio studio this morning because I wanted to be on Twitch. Uh, we need some aesthetics here. Everybody does this. So uh, before the break, quickly, we've got we've got my collection of 19th century history books here. I do have a copy of Mein Kampf from the 30s. We're going to have the diecast of the week because i got a nice diecast collection. It's all eye candy to me. But uh, So that's my favorite driver. Um, all these stickers over here, yeah, these people pay for the – no, nobody pays for the broadcast. Uh, I moved from Wisconsin. I can't get this beer anymore, New Glarus. I got two pictures of Piedmont Airlines 737s. I grew up near – I grew up on a, a flight uh, path to runway four left at O'Hare Airport, so I was that. I've got my little HO train, Chicago Northwestern. I grew up right on the Chicago Northwestern lines. So if anybody remember, they were bought out by Union Pacific, all that kind of stuff. So I've got a picture of the Edmund Fitzgerald signed by Goran Lightfoot. Well, that's because I sold um, building products to the Great Lakes Shipwreck Society. And I got to go up to Sault Ste. Marie during the November ceremony, and I got to ring the bell. They recovered the bell from the ship. And I got to go up there with my dad, and my dad was a Marine guy and in college. And I got to go up there and ring the bell with my dad and my oldest daughter. So these, like I said, I grew up with all this stuff. I've got my dad's Nikon camera over here, too. His AF 35mm camera. I was a photography guy. He was a photography guy. But this is the stuff I all grew up with. And believe I don't want to... I, I don't want to let it go. But they're going to take it away from us. So let's do a break. I'll be right back.
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. That just freaking set me off. Oh, I quit iRacing again. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Sam brought me in. He was playing my music. I could have let it play. I was talking to one of my Twitch guys here. Um, Yeah, I think. Uh, anyway, yeah, let me. Uh, he mentioned to me. I'm a NASCAR guy. Like I said, at this point, no. NASCAR's woke. They've, they've abandoned their mom Chevrolet and apple pie image for... Uh, being woke, if we want to call it woke, but the fact of the matter is, it, it the money is the root of all evil. NASCAR is going to go global. We're, I mean, everybody is pretty arrogant that we're going global. We're going to go into this World Economic Forum, Dream World, Plantation. America is going to enveloped into it. We're going to get our uh, central bank digital currencies. If they don't like my speech, they're going to cut it off. <laughs> and I'm not going to have any access to the coin of the realm. But by the way, let me quickly, I had this thought too. So many people worried about starving. 
Oh my God, they're going to starve us. Ah. Okay, again, read your Bible. If you're of the Christian persuasion, is somebody not going to give you a sandwich? Is somebody not going to feed you? <coughs> Don't inhale Pop-Tarts, by the way. <coughs> not a good move. I was eating a Pop-Tart over the break. <coughs> Down the wrong pipe. No, seriously. Um, you got to think like that. Where do you people get the idea that we're all just going to starve to death, that they're really going to get that dramatic and shut? No, they're going to shut off your access to the coin of the realm and the credit is what they're going to do. But, I mean, hell, you don't you, – I mean, you, are you really that hated that much by your family? Are you that ostracized that, that nobody would give you a freaking – you think that, that – like, like it says in the Bible, Yahweh takes care of the birds. He's not going to take care of a human? <clears throat> That especially one that's interested in the laws of nature and nature's God, you're just gonna start really, you're just gonna starve to death. That's how cruel he is, huh? Anyway, sorry. Um no, let me do this though with the with the NASCAR thing. Um a driver, Noah Gregson, who took a shot to the jaw from Russ Chastain this year. Um no uh Mr. Producer, please get clip fourteen ready. Um he was suspended. Apparently, he was on social media, and somebody made a meme about George Floyd, and he has a sense of humor, so he did a little chuckle. Well, now he's been suspended by NASCAR, so go ahead and play the clip. Group A practice continuing a little over 11 minutes to go in this session, and a reminder, Josh Berry is behind the wheel of the 42. Noah Gregson was suspended from Legacy Motor Club earlier today. NASCAR statement. NASCAR fully supports Legacy Motor Club's decision to suspend Noah Gregson. Following his actions on social media, NASCAR has determined that Gregson has violated the member conduct section of the 2023 NASCAR rulebook and has placed him under indefinite suspension. So they're indefinite, <coughs> indefinite suspension. <laughs> so... Bubba Wallace can fake his little Jussie Smollett moment. But this guy thought something was funny. It had a little chuckle on social media, and now the guy's indefinitely suspended. You guys better understand something. We make gods out of all these professional athletes, small g. We make gods out of them. I'm guilty of it. I've gone out and I've chased autographs, okay? I did. As soon as... Uh, 2019, when uh, NASCAR Champions Week came to Nashville for the first time, I went out there and chased down some autographs. So, <clears throat> and right now, again, I'm still going to watch it, but I'm going to have the volume down. I like watching the cars go. I like seeing competitive racing. I like doing it myself on the simulator. Um, the level of talent on there has gotten so. I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying anything about myself. I wasn't that good either, but I was starting to get better and learn and buy better equipment to drive with but kids can get on there now and play with a controller with an xbox controller you should have a wheel you should have pedals you should have force feedback which i never used until probably eight months ago you really and you should be a clean racer and keep your junk off other people and not right but anyway never mind that's all gaming we've we've put away childish things sort of <clears throat> i may play some golf on my twitch and i may do some flight simulator <laughs> But anyway, uh, we're coming into the next break. But like I said, that's the Noah Gregson story. Um, you go to Dale Jr. Downloads, um, <clears throat> or Denny Hamlin, he has a podcast now too. 
and and he uh, they find him 25 you know points and a fine or something he didn't do anything wrong he didn't change the outcome of the race but i looked at this whole thing and everybody said it was total bs and it was total bs what they did to denny hamlin it has nothing to do with liking the guy or anything but the fact of the matter is nascar sent the message we will arbitrarily at our this decree even if it's totally hypocritical and unfair We'll just go ahead and, and fine you, suspend you, knock you out of the playoffs, suspend your crew. We'll do whatever the hell we want. And I think, and I knew that was coming. If we don't like what you do in your personal life, if we don't like your politics, we'll find that you did something wrong on the racetrack and we'll punish you for it. That's where this is all going. All of these professional athletes now have been told, you want to keep playing with your toys? You want to keep being on TV? You want to keep playing ball? You want to keep driving race cars? You're a slave. You're a slave to our agenda, which is tolerance for all manner of evil under the sun. That's who you are. Because, again, like I said, they're trying to provoke us to respond. Okay, so we're responding. But you better respond by showing your face. You better respond by getting 5,000 people out in the public square like we did in the Tea Party. We beat the Republican Party at their own game by their rule book. And Ron Paul didn't have to say anything, quote-unquote, anti-Semitic to get those people to support him. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. hour is finished that went quick i only played one clip i got a lot of clips uh we'll keep this rolling <clears throat> again my producer is the best at what he, me, me and the producer have a relationship that's probably two three less than four hours old nah, no i've been sending him clips and he's been working for me so our relationship's less than six hours old guys pay the man Pay the man. Pay him what's right. Send your money into RBN. Pay all the producers. This is, like I said, this is a great terrestrial bullhorn. I know the audience, but I don't know the audience. I don't know how they're listening. Um, they can call in. They can let me know. I heard the thing about shortwave. I don't know how to use shortwave. You know, I've always heard. I've always been interested in learning ham radio, but again, it's just not going to happen. By God's grace, I've been given this platform and this bullhorn, and I'm going to use it. <clears throat> I was talking to a guy off air. He was like, you know, <clears throat> hey, if you want to feed yourself, learn how to grow food. Now, he wasn't necessarily yelling at me, but again, that what he was saying just, it has a tinge of arrogance in it. Gardening is something that a lot of people can do. It's a natural talent for them, okay? We all have a different role in the body. Like I said, if you're going to starve, I mean, are you really that much hated that nobody would give you a sandwich or a bottle of water? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, seriously, you better look in the mirror and go, what, what, why do people, believe me, if you're Christ-like, the, the government hates you. <laughs> the government hates you because you hold a mirror up to their face and you go, you're a freaking hypocrite. Okay, and not only are you a hypocrite, you're a murderer, okay, because <clears throat> you went along with 9-11, because you went along with COVID, 
okay, because you're going along with what's going to happen in South Africa, because you're going along with what's going on in Ukraine, okay, you're a murderous piece of crap. You're not going to get a sandwich or a bottle of water from that guy, okay, but seriously, uh, if it comes down to that, but like I said, uh, people that do the gardening, are you going to share it with somebody? Really? Are you, are you people just going to go and run into hiding and just give the middle finger to your fellow American and go, I'm not helping? Well, okay, we're out here fighting for you. So this is my thing. This is what I do as part of the body. Like I said, I'm just a fingernail. That's all I am. But if somebody didn't come before me, if somebody didn't teach me this stuff, if I didn't take the self-education after they alerted me to this uh, 19th century history books, if I didn't, you see what I'm saying? Even though it was 99% truth and 1% poison, and I tripped over the poison, it was a stumbling block to me because I didn't understand it, okay? Nonetheless, this is my thing. My thing is to take what I know. My thing is to, I mean, again, we're going to use Dewey Tucker's clips because that man needs to be revered and honored for his hard work. He lived to be like 90. How do you get to live, how do you get to live to be 90 in the Bible? Think about it. It's in there. The prescription for long life is in there. Okay? <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's move on. Quickly, let's, uh, my guy, uh, we got a guy. I'm going to call him my guy. My guy, my guy, I got a guy, my guy. Uh, Austin Peterson up in uh, Missouri. Uh, as I understand it, I think he has a relationship with Judge Napolitano. Um, can you get clip 15 ready, Sam? Um, <clears throat> Napolitano, he might have been his producer when Napolitano was on Fox. I'm not sure what the story is. I know he's going to call me. No, I, <laughs> no, um, he did a show on Wednesday morning. And again, the spirit woke me up and got me out of bed. I don't need to be getting out of bed before eight o'clock. Well, I shouldn't say I don't need to. Normally we're going to, the coffee's going to go off at seven. We're going to flip and flop in a bed and we're going to lazily, make our way to the coffee pot. But boom, I was up, and he does a show, uh, the Wake Up Liberty show. Um, uh, He does it on YouTube, and uh, he had Judge Napolitano on. So uh, we're going to play this clip of Judge Napolitano talking, which has led to my my latest conclusion. Go ahead and play the clip. Now, let's talk about the conspirators for a moment, Judge, because speculation was running rampant on the Internet yesterday that one of the alleged conspirators in this may have been the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. I don't know uh, that that is the case, but I I can tell you that three of the conspirators are former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, uh, former Clarence Thomas clerk and highly regarded constitutional scholar, John Eastman, uh, and former Justice uh, Department official uh, Jeffrey Clark. Now, if you were to ask me why weren't the conspirators identified or why weren't the conspirators indicted, I will tell you because the conspirators, more likely than not, have cut a deal with the government to testify for the government. In the Mar-a-Lago case, the government tried to get the two co-defendants to testify against Trump. They refused, so the government indicted them. The only reason that Giuliani and the others have not been indicted is because of some deal they must have cut with the government. So imagine this trial of Rudolph Giuliani and Mike Pence. 
testifying against Donald Trump in a public courtroom under oath. Would Giuliani do that? He might not have any choice uh, unless he wants to become a, uh, a defendant himself. Um, it's not a coincidence uh, that last week, just five days before the indictment came out, Giuliani, who's a defendant in civil litigation in Georgia for accusing two um, uh, uh, vote, voting officials of committing fraud, admitted publicly or in a document in court that he had no evidence as the basis for his admission. I'm sure that that was part of the deal he cut with the feds to get him out of that uh, trap in Georgia. Some good insight here. If you're just tuning into the Wake Up America show, good morning. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. We're glad to have you here. Make sure you click that. Okay, there you go. So, like I said, I'm going to call that guy my guy. Uh, the people on Twitch, you can't hear the audio of the clips. Uh, at some point, I'm probably going to get one of those soundboards, but I'm not going to play a clip that long through the soundboard. But, uh <clears throat> No, you just go to RBN. The show will be archived down there. And then if you guys want to scroll past, you guys will hear the uh, you guys will hear the clip. But that was uh, Judge Napolitano saying that Rudy Giuliani is one of these unnamed co-conspirators uh, with this latest indictment against Trump. Now, with that clip, and you go back and listen to it, they're talking about Giuliani having made a deal with the government to save his own hide. And then Austin Peterson just had this nervous energy. Would Giuliani really do that? Oh, yeah, he would. <laughs> Giuliani helped take down the Twin Towers in New York City. He was a conspirator in that. These stupid MAGA Trump tards better realize real quick what they're dealing with. Giuliani will take down Trump. Trump and his lawyers, as I heard it in the beginning of this, when the first three indictments, or whatever the hell is going on with this guy, started, they're controlling the narrative. Or, or they can file a, a something in court, and they can control the news cycle for one, two, three days if they want. They'll take over the Sunday talk shows. You, you see what I mean? So, and, and I've said it before, negative press is still press. Everybody's wondering, like, last time Trump ran, the first time he ran, he was on both stations. If your Fox News is right wing and MSNBC or CNBC, CNN is left wing, Orange Man Bad was on the TV constantly all the time. You're in a bar, you're in an airport, you look up, there he is. So it's propaganda. It's just like having giant paintings of Kim Jong-un that are 40 feet tall in the streets of North Korea. It's the same damn thing. <laughs> so it's propaganda. It's in your face. Um, so again, Trump is an actor. Uh, to me, the only thing Trump represents is Kushner and Israel. But the fact of the matter is they're going to build up these MAGA retards. They're going to build them up and build them up and build them up and build them up. And it's going to be Giuliani. When, when uh, what I believe what Napolitano later said in the interview is he said, if I'm Donald Trump, once my lawyer presents me with black ink on white paper saying Giuliani is actually going to testify against me, you're done, Trump. You're done. 
the whole crap about the Supreme Court overturning it, whether or not Trump will spend a day in jail, blah, blah. I mean, Trump pardoned Blagojevich, for gosh sakes. I got a guy in the Twitch chat. He knows who Blago is. <laughs> Blagojevich! Trump pardoned him. Boy, you guys remember Dan Rostenkowski and the stamp scandal? Gee, I grew up in Illinois, so yeah, I knew all these cats. My dad's thing was the original first Richard Daly. Like, when he was a mayor of Chicago, the first one, the dad, his salary was like $25,000. This is the first time I got wind of, how did he become a millionaire? <laughs> Just being the mayor of Chicago. Um, so, you know, again, it's all bubbling up. It's all bubbling up, the corruption, the hypocrisy, the privilege of selective enforcement of the law. It's in everybody's face. I mean, and like I said, what's Tucker Carlson? What's his job? His job is to sit there and give you all this bad news and then go, there's not a damn thing you can do about it, America. You know, um, Lindsey Williams, good, I remembered his name. Alex Jones used to have this guy on Pastor Lindsey Williams. Pastor Lindsey Williams was the, the, the clergy to the people running pipeline up in Canada or Alaska or whatever the hell it was, I don't remember. I mean, again, these things stick with you. These memories are brought into remembrance by me by a spirit. This is not me. Believe me, I'm not that smart, guys. I told you, less than 1%, okay? But anyway, Pastor Lindsey Williams said that their code of conduct is to announce what they're going to do before they do it. And that was the purpose of InfoWars. The purpose of InfoWars was to tell everybody, here's the legislation, black ink on white paper, this is what they're going to do to you. Now, again, uh, it bubble, you know, the vitriol, the hate, you know, all this stuff bubbles up. We get mad. But again, stop. Guys, we did it. The, the, it, the Ron Paul movement happened. People took over the executive committee at the county level and said, we're going to put forth our candidates. People ran as precinct delegates. People showed up and did parliamentary procedure at a high school gym. And the executive committee said, arrest that man for free speech. Okay, it happened. We played by their rules. We pushed back. We pushed all the way to the state conventions. And then we pushed all the way to Tampa. And they, they, they threw all those people out on their butt with a bogus rule change. The rule's still there. I get it. I mean, guys, I get it. Yeah, oh, you, they're not going to. You don't know what they're going to do because they're governing by fear. Their mouthpieces, their propaganda, their BS artists are everywhere. They run all the terrestrial radio. They run all the TV stations. And all they do is say, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, John Boehner this, and Chuck Schumer that, and Nancy Pelosi this, and Mitch McConnell this, and Kevin McCarthy this, and they, I mean, they're just shoving it in your damn face. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised if a big pile of people show up, not with pitchforks, not with baseball bats, not with guns, okay? But if you just show up, I, I, mean, I went there. I went there. I, like I said, I was five feet from Mark Green. Mark Green thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. I was there when they interrogated Saddam Hussein. I was there. You know, I mean, I'm supposed to be intimidated by this guy? 
Like I said about the Pope, he's not the vicar of Christ. He's two arms and two legs. That's all he is. He's as equal as everybody else. But again, we're all afraid of these people. You know, they put him in authority over. And, and again, how did they put him in authority over us? CIA selections. Tucker Carlson, before he left Fox. CIA selections. Yeah, the CIA killed JFK and they installed Gerald Ford. What are you going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Like I said, there's strength in numbers, so we all better get some courage, get some guts, and go out and meet these people face to face. We can't do it on our phone. They're just going to bowl over us, like uh, Murr said last week, and a lot of people agree. We're not going to make it to November 2024. So, uh, quickly, because we're coming to the end of the hour, um, I'm willing to take some calls in the second hour. We'll see how it goes. Um, but... Okay, so I said uh, a couple weeks ago, and again, I'll just be transparent about it. I'm, it's not a matter of flip-flopping. I'm just watching how stuff's going down. But uh, this, this next clip, uh, Sam, could you get clip 16 ready? Okay. <laughs> you guys are going to love this clip, too, because I pulled an Alex Jones on it. <laughs> I got DeSantis' audio repeating itself, and then I slowed it down. Like the teacher in uh, Charlie Brown. Wall, 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 wall. So <laughs> I had to do it. I did the clip last night. But no, here's the deal. Like I said, Trump's not going to win. I, I just, I know that. I know, like I said, he's a lightning rod and he's a lazy way for people not to do their civic duty. They're just, they're so pissed off. They're so angry and they're just going to shove it off on Trump. Well, Trump, again, Trump didn't run razor wire. He didn't lock her up. He didn't drain the swamp. Right. All that stuff. Right. Trump's useless. Trump, Trump, Trump overcharged the country's credit card. Trump said, take the vaccine in Alabama. In Alabama. Uh, Coleman, Alabama, to be specific, because I used to drive right through that town when I was working. <laughs> so it's kind of funny where Trump goes, take where he goes to say, take the vaccine. It's funny that he would do that in Dixie. It's really funny that he would go somewhere. You know what? Because he's telling you where where's their biggest opposition from? It's from Dixie. It's from the people that never got over the Civil War. The South will rise again. I mean, we are. We're, well, I can't, I can't call myself Dixie. I mean, if Dixie told me to leave because I was born a Yankee, and I'm not a Yankee, but I know who was wrong in the Civil War. But <laughs> if they told me to get the hell out of Dixie, I'd respect that. I really would. I'd respect the territory of Dixie. And then, like I said last week, all the people are moving into Dixie from all these blue states. Don't let those people take over your government. The house that I grew up in, in Illinois, the property taxes on that sucker are probably somewhere in the neighbor of $18,000, $18,000 a year. If you take that house that I grew up in and you drop it right here in Tennessee, the property taxes aren't even $3,000. Tennessee is awesome. I'm telling you, Tennessee is awesome. You can live here. The property taxes are low. Dave, hang on. I want to get through this clip. Um, but no, the thing is, like I said, Trump's not going to win. Then I was saying, hey, everybody pay attention to RFK Jr. He's standing over here all by himself against the vaccine, against the entire, right? David versus Goliath, right? Goliath is for vaccines. They're for another pandemic. They're for Bill Gates. They're for forcing everybody to take a jab. And then there's RFK Jr. over here. RFK Jr. now, like Tucker Carlson, can run around in broad daylight and say the CIA killed my dad, and the CIA killed my uncle, and I will abolish the CIA on day one. No, you won't. 
No, you won't, because they put you there. He's pro. Then, I, then we all noticed he's pro Israel. But then he was doing this thing of, I won't take your guns. I won't take your guns. Oh, you're a Tenth Amendment guy, are you, RK Jr.? Really, you're a Tenth Amendment guy, huh? No, red flag laws at the state level will take our guns. So again, don't fall for that one. Well, here's my latest one, DeSantis. DeSantis was in New Hampshire this week, and he did a little town hall with the crowd. And uh, I'm going to break down this doublespeak for you. So, Sam, go ahead and play the clip. This is a WMUR Commitment 2024 special in partnership with the New Hampshire Institute of Politics. Conversation with the candidate. And now, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Hello and welcome to our Conversation with the Candidate series. I'm Adam Sexton and our guest is the Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, a Republican. We're going to go after these third world countries uh, that have become hotbeds of anti-Semitism. We're going to go after these third world countries uh, that have become hotbeds of anti-Semitism. We're going to go after these third world countries uh, that have become hotbeds of anti-Semitism. Ah, all right. We're going to go after these third world countries, which are hotbeds of anti-Semitism. Again, this one hit me like a ton of bricks last night. So I tweeted this out. Let me get my thoughts in order. But this is a bunch of double. This is a bunch of political double speech. Double speak from hell. So hang on a second. I gotta. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Where is it? It should be right at the top of my thing. Uh, all right. We're gonna go. All right. Uh, we have to do it on the cuff here. Hold on here. We're doing it on the fly. We'll do it live. Screw it. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's my Bill O'Reilly impression. No. Uh. So. <laughs> um. We're gonna go after these. And, uh, wait, third world countries. That's the first one. America's a third world country. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that we're 31 trillion? If you go look up the national debt clock and then you get the debt clock for the entire world, okay, America sits on top. We have the most debt. We have the most debt. So, like I said, if somebody's going to judge me based on my credit score or how much debt I have or how I handle money, Okay, I'm third world. That's what I am. Okay, America is a third world country now because of the debt. Believe me, we are. Okay, and not only that, they let the border open and all this other stuff that's going on, right? Okay, the great American melting pot by government force. Nothing wrong with the old great American melting pot if people have freedom of association. But when it's done by government force, pay attention. Anyway, so third world country, that's us, that are hotbeds for anti-Semitism. Hotbeds for anti-Semitism. What is a Semitic person? Unless, like I said, unless somebody can win it, the argument, they're Shemites. They're the descendants of Shem. So as far as I'm concerned, and this is my belief, and I have freedom of thought, I'm going to say that Noah was pure in God's sight which means he obeyed the commandment not to mix his seed. He didn't race mix. So when all the thoughts of the people were only evil continually, Yahweh God said, I'm going to kill all the people in the area. It wasn't a global flood. Again, we're not going to have the debate. I just believe that when Dewey Tucker said the word was area, 
the word was there that the flood was contained to a local area. It wasn't global. Even though I bought into Ken Hovind's stuff that the Grand Canyon was a washed out spillway and the entire globe was underwater, they may have happened at some other point. They may have happened before the Second World Age, which I think we're in. Again, I only got a little bit of knowledge. I'll pursue it. I got time. But uh, anyway, so the Shemites, which I believe are Adamic white people, are the descendants of Shem. The Semites are us, white people. So this word anti-Semite that they're telling you all is bigotry against Jewish people? No, it's anti-white. That's what the word actually means. And right now, this whole country is a hotbed of anti-Semitism. Everybody hates white people right now. Somebody gin this up. So again, third world country, hotbeds of anti-Semitism. We are, uh, and then what did he said? He said he was going to do, he said he was going to hit them first. First. America's on the top of the list for the World Economic Forum to have their global government, the United States of America is the last white Western nation that has to fall, and we're on the top of their list. Like I said, we are destined to be the Germany of World War III, and that's how I think they're going to play this game. They're going to play this game. Israel's going to make their agent pivot. They've already made it. They're trying to take over Ukraine. The people in Ukraine, the whole thing about Nazis, Ukrainian Nazis, blah, 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 blah. Dude, they're white people that can show blood in the face. And they're pinned between what Victoria Newland did and KGB Putin is doing. You know what? There's another one. A story came out yesterday that Putin... Uh, is ordering chemical castration for pedophiles in Russia. Why are pedophiles thrown into wood chippers? That's what I, I've been tweeting that out all over the place. Pedophiles belong in wood chippers, and then everybody comes back and says, "Feet first. I mean, seriously. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> these people have to. They, you don't show them any mercy. What is this Christianity with all this mercy for all this people? holding their middle finger up to the creator's face. In broad daylight. some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you 
want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.